Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web. Hey, dolls, hey, gents, thank you so much for checking us out today. I'm super excited to have you guys joining us. Listen, listen, the virtual studio is jumping today with two dynamic change agents, two dynamic trendsetters, two dynamic high-performing women are going to be hanging out with us today. And so we're opening up um, the top of the show, backed by popular demand, Dio Greenway is with us. And listen, she's a mother, she's a minister, she's an inspirational writer, she's a best-selling author, uh, she's been featured in Huffington Post, she is amazing, and she's the event producer of Changing Faces. You're going to get to hear all about it, and she really has a passion for impacting and changing lives, and that comes through any time she's coaching or she is um, speaking at an event, you hear that. And then listen, the second segment, you want to stick around and hang around because we have Althea Simpson joining us in the second segment. She's the founder of Brighter Day Therapeutic Solutions and Unicorn Life Training. She is a licensed clinical social worker. She's a business strategy consultant. She has a BS in uh, business management and MBA in marketing. She is amazing. She's a co-author in the, an anthology, Fiercely Speaking, and the upcoming anthology, Propel. And, and um, she is the host of a wonderful symposium that you guys want to hear about concerning play therapy. I bet you you may have never heard of what that is. Well, by the time this show ends, you're going to know um, what play therapy is, and she's really a trendsetter in um, hosting the inaugural Black Play Therapy Symposium. All right, so go ahead. You know what to do. You know, you know what to do. Go ahead and jump on social media. Tell people what you're listening to. Tell them, hey, you need to come over and check out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Thank you for those that are listening in on the phone lines. We see you. Hello. Those that are listening in from my mobile app, from Charvette.com, all of our broadcast stations, and if you're listening from an Alexa device, hey now, (laughs) we're glad to have you also. All right, so we're jumping right on in. Coming up to the mic first uh, here in the virtual studio, uh, Dio Greenway, owner of IG and more. Welcome back to the show. Hey, girl, hey. Thank you for having me. It's always an honor to join you and spend some time. Yeah, spend some time with you and your listeners. So um, I'm excited about being here. Wonderful, wonderful. So you've been moving and shaking and all of that jazz. And so uh, I want to start off talking about just the amazing uh, inspirational writings um, that you have done. You have books out. Your uh, writing has reached thousands of readers. So tell us about um, the latest books that you have available. So I have actually just finishing up um, my fourth project. 
Um, that book is entitled My August 5th, How Pain Became My Pathway. And um, so mm-hmm. that's going to be made available very, very soon. I'm excited to be finishing up that um, and getting that into the hands of readers. And, um, yeah, so and then there prior to that, there was three other projects. Two were um, Empowered to Become More, Volume 1 and 2, and that's just where I spent a lot of time doing um, some very short writings. That's where I would do my inspirational writings um, just to encourage readers and um, mm-hmm. You know, I figured the things that I was going through, somebody else is going through, let's write about it and talk about how we get through it. Um, and so that's where Empowered to Become More, one and two came from. And then also was the co-author in an anthology, You Need It, I Got It, um, where I talk about how to enhance in the personal performance and development space. So I'm very excited about all of the writing that I have done and and, and really proud of it, really proud of it. Absolutely. And how are you inspired, you know, to write? Does it just come so easily and so naturally for you? Easily, I wouldn't say. (laughs) I wouldn't say easily. You know, I had a... I had a family member tell me one. She's like, I've never seen somebody that can take everything and write a story about it. Um, but what really inspired me, you know, writing became my personal therapy. Um, and yeah. IGM more stems from a place of me really just desiring more out of life, me wanting to become more, me knowing that deep down inside in my gut and the pit of my stomach um, that there was more inside of me but always being challenged by life, always being challenged by pain, always being challenged by obstacles. And so writing became therapeutic in the sense that whenever I would go through something, um, then I would figure out a way to use that as a stepping stone, to use that as a pathway, to use it as a learning tool. And then, again, like I said earlier, so writing just became that space where I said, you know, if I want more and if I feel this desire for more and if I'm being challenged by pain and obstacles, then there is somebody else out there. It may not be for everybody, but there is somebody out there who is, feeling the same thing and may have gone through this exact same scenario. So writing about it and talking about how I overcame in different scenarios um, was my therapy and then my way of empowering others who wanted to become more. Wonderful. And I literally was just having a conversation yesterday with uh, Nidia Guiti, who is a therapist, Mm -hmm. and uh, she talked about, we were talking about how journaling, she said, really is a form Mm. of therapy. So, you know, that writing is a form of, of therapy. So as a therapist, she is a, a proponent of writing and getting your thoughts out and all of that. So kudos to that. Kudos to that. And so I don't want to leave out that um, you have a degree in criminal justice and you have been a professional investigator for over 20 years. Do you think that that kind of investigative mindset helps you in, uh, in all of the other endeavors of speaking and coaching and all of that? It does. It does. And and for a couple of reasons, I always tell the story of, um, you know, when you're looking to pursue your purpose, you you look out for life's apprenticeships, right, the things that life is teaching you. And Mm -hmm. so even as an investigator, I remember having a boss who taught me how to write. 
he literally taught me how to write and how to write investigations reports and how to write succinctly and how to be straight to the point and how to clearly articulate what was on my mind. At that time, I had no idea that writing was a part of my future. It was a part of me walking out my purpose. And so I often reflect back on um, how the things that I've learned in my career um, played a part and connected me to my purpose point. So, yeah, and then I think, you know, to be an investigator, there's a certain amount of, um, I'm analytical, you know, I'm analytical by nature, mm-hmm. I'm a thinker by nature, uh, and I've got to figure out how to put the pieces together to, to make it all make sense. And when it doesn't make sense, I've got to figure out <laughs> a plan B. Um <laughs> And, and put the facts together. So for me, it came together in life. It came together with coaching, thinking, being analytical, strategizing, figuring out the next step, your plan B, anticipating. Um, as an investigator, you anticipate when you do interviews, you anticipate a person's answer. You anticipate a person's response. Mm. Well, as a coach and as a, as a, as a writer, I, have, I anticipate what life is going to throw at me. I anticipate how to help you and strategize in those ways. So I absolutely believe that um, in my career and building my career and what, I've, and what I've done over the past 20 years in terms of investigating um, has strengthened my skill set in the writing space, in the coaching space, in the strategizing space, um, in the planning space, all of those things. So, yeah. Wonderful. So good. That's so good because, listeners, I think, and I hope what you hear that's lifted up out of that is that your skills, are number one, are transferable. <laughs> so, you know, yes. if you learned something in one area, it transfers. It can transfer. Also, for uh, aspiring and budding and emerging entrepreneurs that are listening, uh, you know, definitely think about how your skills on your daytime job will help you in building your empire. I love it. If you just tuned That's in, right. you're checking out Dio Greenway, hanging out here with us on the Charvette Mitchell radio show, owner of IG and more, motivational speaker, writer, host of Changing Faces. So let's go ahead and yes. jump in and talk about Changing Faces. What is it all about? Oh, my God, my heart skips a beat. Like, I just be so excited talking about changing faces. Oh. Not that I'm not excited talking about everything else that I do. <laughs> right. Faces is just near, it's just near and dear to my heart. Um, it is an empowering makeover moment. It's, it's a moment where, um, you know, women get together and we strengthen each other. We become unified. Uh, we embrace or embark on our change journey. And um, it, I, I'm just so excited about changing faces. We are in year four. It's happening this year in Virginia Beach, Virginia, at the Founders End and Spa. And um, mm. it is just if you are if you are in need of a personal development booth, that's the place to be. If you're ready to live beyond the mask um, and the issues that they bring, that is the place to be. If you need to see yourself through the eyes of purpose. Rather than through the eyes of circumstances, changing faces is the place to be this year. There, get there, get there. And listen, the Founders Inn is amazing. How did you decide on that location? It is. It is. You know, I um, I have been looking at the Founders Inn for a couple of years, and I just, I thought, I'm not sure, um, it, because it, it's, it's a campus-type um 
type facility, and I and I and I just didn't know if it would work. And with changing faces, um, honestly, with changing faces being as new as it is, I thought, you know, can can the the event sustain um, mm-hmm. sustain the founders? And and so um, they reached out to me, and they were so very accommodating. And it was a lesson for me as an event producer. Um, to not shy away from the things that I really want because I had been looking at it for a couple of years and I just wasn't sure, but it was so doable. It was so attainable and it was, you know, it was, it was tangible. And so um, the facility is amazing. It is a campus style facility. It was also, they were also able to accommodate us and some other things that we're doing. And so we could stay on site with all of those things. So this year we're doing the purpose walk and the founders in, they actually have a trail. So the founders in facilitated us in that space. There's it it a lot of good things about the founders in, um, and, and it's local um, and, and just an all-around mm-hmm. great facility, and I was just really, really excited about choosing, choosing the founders in as a venue. It's, it's absolutely beautiful um, and amazing on the inside as well. So I just did all together. You know, it, it made for a great venue um, for what it was we were trying to accomplish and creating an experience for all of the Yes, changing faces, empowering makeover movement, empowering makeover. And so uh, for people that are saying, okay, changing faces, help me, help me connect the dots. So tell them just the transformation that happens and has happened in past uh, changing faces events. Yeah, so – Changing faces and, and connecting the dots, we do a moment of literal face changes, which means we have a makeup artist on site. This year we will have a glam squad on site, a plethora of makeup artists on site to actually do literal face changes. And then we have a photographer, Terry Ruffin. She's been with us um, all four years. She will be on site, and she captures that moment of change in an individual photo shoot. So every single person that shows up will get an individual photo shoot with Terry Ruffin, you know, when, as a part of their registration for the event. And what, what change and how change in faces and, and that title connects, the name of the moment connects is, I remember my first photo shoot with Terry Charvet, and the first mm-hmm. time I had a photo shoot with Terry was actually my very first time being with a makeup artist. And when I saw my photos, I saw myself differently than I've ever seen myself before. So there was an external change that happened that allowed me to see myself differently. But seeing myself differently changed something on the inside of me. It strengthened uh, my, you know, my confidence, my self-esteem. It was, it was a drive to say, yes, look at me. This is who I am, and I'm beautiful. I am. When I looked at yes. my photos, I didn't see anything about my life, anything about my past, anything about my pain. In that minute, I saw myself through the faces that said, okay, the, the outward change is great. But if we're going to do it, let's go all the way with this thing. And so let's change from the inside out. And so during the event, while um, women are getting face, literal face changes and while they are experiencing the, the individual photo shoots, we have life coaches and motivational speakers 
um, that's on site that's literally helping us with the internal change, that's pushing us to purpose, that's helping us to have those introspective conversations. So all in all, it is a transformation. All in all, it is a two-day empowering makeover moment from the inside out where we are changing your face from the inside out, and you literally walk away with something tangible that helps you to see yourself differently. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. And and such a great segue to talk about your speakers. And so tell us about the types of speakers that you have coming for the 2019 Changing Faces speakers, yes. <laughs> um, so, I, I listen, I'm so excited about I had a speaker call um, last week, and I'm just so excited about this group of women because they're not just speakers. You know, anybody can have an event. Anybody can say, hey, come and speak at my event. These women are all passionate about changing lives. These women are all passionate about helping other women to grow, to see themselves differently. Sharice Jones from Sassy Jones Boutique, she's there in Richmond, Virginia. She's going to be in the house. And I, I remember meeting her for the first time. And her saying, before I even knew who she was and, you know, she mm-hmm. she knew about changing faces, we talked about how her dream with the jewelry was just to allow women to see themselves differently. And she's like, you know, Dio, I have some women who said to me, I can't wear that piece. That's too close to my face, and I don't think I'm attractive enough to do that. And so she sits right in line with helping to boost women's confidence and helping them to understand who they really are and if they're worthy yes. of doing what they want to do, looking the way they want to look, feeling the way they want to feel. So I'm so excited that Sassy Jones Boutique is going to be in the house. Um, Yolanda Gray, she's a holistic life coach. She's going to be there. Yes. Anika Stewart, Lady Anika Stewart, um, she's there. Uh, we have Charlita Harvey back this year. Charlita, if anybody was in attendance last year, Charlita walks us through a moment of what we call Create Your Story where we're actually doing tangible, um, and I don't like to call them vision boards, but it puts you in the mind of a Mm -hmm. vision board, Um, but it's a create your story moment, and we're going to be enhancing that this year and doing that. Sandra Parker from Speak Life on Purpose, she's there. Um, Leslie Christia is a communication specialist, a relationship specialist. She's going to be there talking to us about building up relationships um, and, and learning how to communicate. And um, Elise Darian with Bad Darian Skincare is in the house. Uh, up and coming, phenomenal speaker, Kiara Washington from Kiara Washington Speaks. She's going to be there. Listen, this, and then we have the Purpose Walk. And I have to spend some time telling you about the Purpose Walk, where we're going to have some yes. speakers joining us on the Purpose Walk. But this lineup of speakers is absolutely amazing this year. And they are all just so committed to change. Um, Dr. Angie Boyd from the she she's very, very great in the empowerment space. She's gonna be on site with us for a few minutes. Um, Apostle Cheryl Wade is gonna be on site with us for for a few minutes walking us through this purpose walk. So there's some things that are happening with our speakers this year that I am just even as we walked through a speaker call the other day and we all just shared this moment of you know, having the desire to really want to affect lives and just really empower and, and impact 
folks to keep going in, in this change journey. So we're all in alignment with that goal, and I'm just excited about them joining me um, on the platform this year. Ah, what transformational moments that are going to take place at Changing Faces. Uh, Dayo, tell people how they can register. Yes, so you can register by going to um, www.changingfaces.today. Changingfaces.today. You can register there. You can learn more about the event, um, the speakers, the venue, the event schedule. All of those things are on the event website. Join the change journey by going to the website and getting registered. All right. And what are the dates and the times of Changing Faces? The dates are April 12th and 13th, um, and we are starting. We do have a VIP experience. I will tell you there's a couple of VIP spots left, so if you're thinking about really treating yourself, um, the VIP is Friday the 12th, um, but then regular general registration and doors open um, at 4.15. So we start Friday and then early Saturday at 9 o'clock, um, and we finish up around 5. Lunch is included in that on Saturday, breakfast on Saturday. Um, all those, again, your photos are included. And let me say this, so I never, ever, ever come on the Charvette Mitchell radio show without <laughs> – Without bearing <laughs> gifts and offers to your listeners. Hey now, hey I now. love them so much. So go yeah. to the website and register. But listen, two things. I'm offering two things, so listen good. The first is for the first person that inboxes Charvette, any communication um, method, social media, you know, however you're connected to her, Twitter, Facebook, we're going to give away a registration. And then if by chance you're not the first person, but you are interested in coming for the Charvette listeners only, we are offering $25 off of that registration. So when you go to the registration, when you go to the website, you put in Charvette. So you know this is just for her listeners only because we appreciate you being here. You type in the code that and that is going to give you $25 off. That code is only going to be in effect for 48 hours. So you want to get your, um, you want to get in there quickly and get it done. Yes. So that you can join the there. change journey and be there with us on oh, April 12th and 13th. Listeners, y'all need to put your hands together on that. Woohoo! So, one free ticket, you got to get your own way to Virginia Beach. So, this is the admission yes. to the event. And, of course, your transportation and lodging and all of that, you take care of that. But the admission to the event, the first person that contacts me and that contact, like she said, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, my um, website has a contact form, my email, if you have my cell phone you can text me and get in on that but whatever thank you, you for offering <laughs> whatever you gotta do thank you for offering <laughs> the uh quote-unquote charvette uh discount so you guys charvette is s-h-a-r-v-e-t-t-e is not c-h 
is not how my mama says nope. it, which is Chevette. <laughs> it's going to decline. If you, if you spell it like my mama says, Chevette, Absolutely. it's Charvette, S-H-A-R-V-E-T-T-E. Wonderful, wonderful. And so I'm telling you, this is um, this is something, and I had the opportunity to, to attend. This year I have a conflict because I have to, have to speak in Chicago or else I definitely would yeah. attend. But I can attest, I have been to this conference, I've been to this event, uh, oh, not conference, but event experience, we should say, and it's definitely something yes. that um, I would recommend uh, you, that you do. And it's such a beautiful time of the year, uh, and you're not far from yes. the, from the from the beachfront. Like, how far is uh, Founders Inn from, like, the, the beachfront? With no traffic, it's probably about 20 minutes. Um, I would say a good oh. 20 minutes. Um, to Oceanfront, so absolutely um, close to Oceanfront. We're, you know, and we're adding, let me say this, show that we're adding some things this year. Last year was a one-day event. This year it is a two-day event. We've also added changing little faces. I would be remiss if I didn't, oh. if I didn't talk a little, uh, you know, a little bit about that. And so that is a registration option that if you as a mom says, hey, I want my daughter to experience a photo shoot, I want my daughter to experience a confidence booster, you know, I want my daughter to be around other young ladies, um, we're actually going to have young ladies speaking to the, to the changing little faces um, attendees, um, and that is from ages 9 to 13. So there is an option that's called Mommy and Me. If you go to the website and register, your daughter will be in a totally different setting, um, but she will be experiencing the same things, workshops, speakers, her very own photo shoots. Um, she will experience that as well. So we added change and little excited about that. It is a two-day event this year, and then we have the purpose walk, which we will literally be out on the trail walking. We, you know, people tell you to walk in your purpose, um, walk in your purpose. Mm-hmm. You hear that all the time. But this walk is symbolic of what that looks like. This walk is symbolic of what that feels like. So this is encouraging women to actually take the steps to walk in your purpose. So we will be doing a literal walk that will help the women to embrace love, to trust relationships, to pursue vision, and to, to get them ready to serve when they think about walking in their purpose. They're going to encounter speakers throughout the walk that's really going to speak life in them um, as they're taking this literal walk. It's about, you know, I want to say a quarter of a mile. So, so a quarter of a mile, maybe a little over a quarter of a mile. But the trail is beautiful. Like I said, there will be speakers out on the trail. And we're really looking forward to this moment, this purpose walk, that we know is going to be absolutely life-changing. So changing faces in year four has changed. And we, the team mm. and myself, we're ready. We are ready and so super excited um, to, to meet the women that are attending and to walk them through this journey and through this experience. Well, I know that it is going to be amazing and transformational for those that are attending the Founders Inn. Uh, You have got to check it out. Uh, And so thank you again, first person that contacts me. You have a free registration to this event changing faces uh and but then if you if you're not the first you can still go grab your ticket you said it's 25 dollars off 25 dollars off that's for the charlotte listeners only 
Yes, ma'am. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. Well, I'm telling you what, our time has flown by, but I really it just did. appreciate you. You have all, you're welcome. You have served um, so well with me at my conference every year. And so um, those, and you even turned into stock photo this year. <laughs> So, uh, listeners, you'll, <laughs> if you're it. familiar with my <laughs> conference, <laughs> Dio has has been there as a leader, assistant leader with me uh, at my event, and so um, and also in, got caught in some photography that I used throughout the year. But I really appreciate <laughs> that you, um, as your own leader and running your own event, take time to to serve another leader at their event. So, um, nothing Absolutely. but good can come from that. Nothing but good can come from that. Well, thank yes. you so much for stopping by the show. Yes, Aww. thank you for having me. It's, it's like I said, it's always great to be here, and, and I and I love it. I love being here and talking with you and your guests. Wonderful. Thank you so much, and much success to Changing Faces. Thank All you, right, Shonda. listeners, we're going to take. Oh, you're welcome. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're coming up with our second segment. Listen, uh, Althea Simpson is hanging out in the virtual green room, founder of Brighter Day Therapeutic Solutions and Unicorn Life Training. Uh, She's a licensed clinical social worker and business strategy consultant co-author in the anthology Fiercely Speaking and the upcoming anthology Propel. She is the creator of Business Executioner. you got to hear all about that coaching program and some more things. She's pursuing her Ph.D., and she's here today specifically because she's the host and the event producer for the inaugural Black Therapy Symposium. You're going to get to hear all about it. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to be right back. Don't move. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Are you starting a new business, releasing a CD, writing a new book? Consider Mitchell Productions for your web design services. Visit www.mitchell-productions.com for portfolio samples, specials, and package prices. Remember, a website is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. Check out mitchell-productions.com or find them at facebook.com slash mitchellproductions. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish dad. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back again. Thank you for all those that are hanging out with us, uh, listening live, listening uh, on the phone, coming in from social media. Listen, I know you're following me, right? Follow me, facebook.com slash Charvette. 
Twitter.com slash Charvette. Instagram at Charvette M. Uh, download my mobile app. Just look for Charvette. And hello to those that are listening in from an Alexa uh, device. We appreciate you and are so excited that you are that you're joining us. And so I'm coming up to the mic, bringing up to the mic Althea Simpson uh, live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hello, Althea, and welcome. Hello, Charvette. How are you? I am doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just ended my day, so and I'm glad to be here with you and your listeners. Wonderful. Well, I am so excited to introduce you to our listening audience and uh, let them just know a little bit more uh, about you. And we'll start there and then definitely want to talk about uh, the inaugural Black Therapy excuse me, Black Play Therapy Symposium. But I'd, I'd love to hear just how did you get interested in therapy just in general? Well, I used to um, be a research assistant at the American Psychiatric Association, and I was in the business world then. And um, so working with them, I uh, my department developed practice guidelines that treat mental health disorders. And so there was a lot of downtime, and I got t- tired of spending time at the mall because I was spending too much money uh-huh. <laughs> at the mall waiting for review stuff to come in for me to review and put together and send back out. So I started helping out um, the children and adolescents team with different projects, and I was on a work group call with them. And it tore me up, and it broke my heart to hear that, parents were giving their children over to the foster care system because they could not afford mental health treatment for them. And they knew that they would get the mental health treatment that they needed um, if they were in foster care. And so, um, how, and it tore me up and, uh, and they was having difficulty getting their children back, um, going through mm. all of the, you know, the things and the processes that they had to go through to get their children back. And I knew this to be true because I raised my three nephews. Um, They were in foster care, but I was considered their kinship care provider. So everything that I heard on that call, it resonated with me because all of the services that they were throwing at my nephews because they were in foster care. And so after that, I, um, after that call, I started calling around to see which programs, um, we're still accepting uh, applications for social work. And George Mason was the only one that I made it uh, that still had open applications. And I had seven days to get my application in for them to consider it. So I made it happen. And and so I went in on a macro side, which is uh, more advocacy and stuff. And then I ended up switching over to therapy after my first uh, internship with George Mason. My goodness, and that's how it began. And then now we fast forward, and um, you're the founder of Brighter Day Therapeutic Solutions, a trauma-focused psychotherapy practice. You've got uh, more than 15 years of indirect and direct clinical practice experience with children and adolescents and adults and families. Um, so let me just salute you because certainly this is uh, this is a lot. Uh, I'm sure that you hear and that you see, and but you have continued to keep to keep going. 
And so do you feel like there's still a, a stigma around therapy in the black and African-American community? Absolutely. Um, oftentimes, it, I, I think that we are still in a, um, um, in a mindset where we mm-hmm. can just pray away, um, you know, pray away our uh, problems or pray the spirit of depression and suicide and stuff out. And prayer is great, you know. I thank God every day. Um, but there is mm-hmm. room for prayer and therapy, God and therapy, spirituality and therapy to be on the same road. They don't have to stay on separate roads. Um, but, and, but there is a stigma around it. People, um, you know, people think that something's wrong with them or, you know, going to therapy is not okay. But one of the things mm. that I do, um, um, so with all of the, and I tell people this, with all of the, um, what do you call it, reality TV shows and stuff, sometimes yes. I, that stuff gets into my spirit. So I had to stop watching reality shows because I found myself trying to give therapy to them through the TV. So, <laughs> through the TV. What, <laughs> but what I, uh, what I do appreciate about the reality TV shows and the, the direction that it has taken, it is kind of normalizing therapy. Because you see them going to therapy now to handle some of these issues that they're having. So oh, that's I, good. Uh, so I, yeah, so I, but I do think that there is a stigma around, still around uh, mental health in the black community and, um, and communities of color. But that's one of the reasons why I um, created the Black Play Therapy Symposium uh, because, it, you know, to kind of help decrease that stigma, you already have our community, the black community, who, um, you know, don't really want to go to therapy. They see it as unnatural or, you know, you don't supposed to do it. But then if you say play therapy, right, then they're like, is mm. that real? Um, right. Play therapy. <laughs> like, I ain't going to no play therapy. I'm, I don't even want to go to regular therapy. But play therapy is so important to, you know, to heal Trauma is great for a lot of other things to increase communication, decrease stress and anxiety about being in therapy, but it's also great for um, healing trauma. And uh, and we as a black community, we have a lot of unaddressed trauma. Yeah. So um, so bringing awareness to um, bringing awareness to uh, treatment and getting help. But also letting the um, letting people know that you know with therapy it's just like with anything else. If you go to a hairdresser and you don't like how they did your do, you know you don't go back to them, right? Or you try right. it one more time, and if they mess it up again, then you find a new hairstylist. It's the same with the therapist. I tell people all the time it is okay to interview your therapist. It's okay to fire your therapist if they're not meeting your needs. But I think people get... Because in that same scenario with the hair, you wouldn't just stop getting your hair done. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Like, period. (laughs) Absolutely. So I think that that there's still definitely... So to go back to your original question, I think that there is definitely still a stigma around receiving uh, treatment in the black and African-American community. All right. And so... 
play therapy, can you describe and kind of define and and be descriptive for our listeners about what is it what that entails, play therapy? Okay, so play therapy it is a treatment modality that it, that uses the natural language of children, which is play. Um, so we incorporate expressive and creative-based interventions. I use games. I use music. I use art um, to help, uh, and not just kids, because when you hear play therapy, um, a lot of people think that it's just for children. And I use Mm -hmm. play therapy and expressive therapies with adults and couples and families as well, especially sand tray. So it's using uh, creative-based tools to help uh, with communication, uh, especially around mm-hmm. trauma, because when you're looking at the cognitive, uh, trauma is stored in your body. And so having someone sit and try to talk about or express what has happened to them or what's going on with them, that cognition is blocked. And so with the expressive therapies like play therapy, it helps to decrease that anxiety and gives them a voice through play and drawing or music. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And um, if you are just tuning in, hey, welcome to the Charvette Metro Radio Show. We're talking to Althea Simpson, soon to be Dr. Althea Simpson. Um, yes, and so <laughs> what? <laughs> what is so incredible is that you have put together all by yourself with a, a, a gang of support um, the inaugural black therapy black play therapy symposium so tell us about it oh my goodness this is, i mean, i am so excited about um about the inaugural black play therapy symposium the focus uh the theme is healing the black child and family um and so i have presenters speakers coming from different places it started out as um, some it was not supposed to grow to what it is now. <laughs> I thought to do this, and I would have me and like two other uh, speakers for like a all day Saturday, half a day Sunday. But then it just kind of grew to twenty three. I have twenty three presenters, um, and uh, we are having uh, uh, breakout sessions on the importance of fathers in the family, uh, healing the mother-daughter relationship, healing wounds of racial trauma, colorism. I mean, all of these things that's wrapped up into thing, uh, stuff that affects the black community. And uh, just want, uh, because we don't have a lot, a large representation, or we don't see a large representation of black therapists. So, and I think that that's another reason why we as a community don't go to treatment because we feel mm-hmm. that, you know, um, someone who's not of the same race um, or is going to understand. So it's more to bring cultural competency and awareness to the different and unique needs and issues in the black community. And so, and that's what the Black Plate Therapy Symposium is all about. Uh, we have a lot of... Um, I have been doing play therapy since 2010, and um, the Northern Virginia chapter of the Association for Play Therapy, we do monthly trainings and meetings um, nine months out of the year. And since 2010, Mm -hmm. I have been the consistent black therapist in the room. 
every now and again wow. we will get one or two more. So this year, uh, well, in 2018, when I stepped up to be more involved with the um, Northern Virginia chapter, I said I want to do an initiative uh, to bring more black play therapists into the fold because we have the children and the families that are seeking services, but a lot of them don't look like us. Mm. Oh, thank you. Thank you for taking the helm and saying you want to make some change in this in this space. Thank you for that. Uh, and, and I do want to point out, so the Black Play Therapy Symposium, this is for um, therapists and, and clinicians to attend so they can learn more about play therapy. Is that correct? Well, learn more about play therapy, learn more about the issues in the uh, black community to have culturally relevant treatment um, that's going forward with it, with uh, with black children and families, but it's also for um, administrators, school administrators. Uh, I have people mm. from Child and Family Services that's attending. Uh, it's for anyone that's working with the uh, black child and family uh, to, f- to find out some of the issues and some of the blocks to receiving therapy, and when they come into therapy, to be able to, uh, you know, put – bias aside, put assumptions mm-hmm. aside. One of the things, um, you know, I'm also a clinical supervisor. And so and it when I was thinking about crafting, uh, because some sessions were specific, I asked for specific sessions. Um, and I, I did that because in providing supervision, you know, um, I had a supervisee who thought that she, you know, t- she should buy Christmas presents for mm-hmm. a kid who in therapy or was saying, well, I don't get anything for Christmas. I don't get anything for my birthday. And, um, you know, so they was having a conversation about Christmas and not purchasing and not getting anything for Christmas. And so she was going to go out and purchase this kid something for Christmas. And so I had to roll that back and what she didn't understand is it was his religious beliefs. His family doesn't celebrate Christmas. Mm. So it's something like that. Or even the there and I had another supervisee who was upset because a kid had to watch um watch her younger siblings and um she didn't think that the kid should have to watch the younger siblings and it was like, Well, in the black community when mama and daddy gotta work the older kids step up mm-hmm. to help out. Right. That's a cultural thing. That's a dynamic thing. You know, that's their family dynamic. So the way you approach that mom, I can see why she popped off on you like that, you know, and stuff. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's the different, the different things. That, like, so having that competency around what happens in black families and stuff and to be able to work with that where you're not offending uh, parents and setting up unrealistic uh, expectations or putting your values and morals on families when they have their own. 
Oh, that's so good. That's so good that you're able to have these real-life experiences to say, you know, this is what happens if you don't have this framework. And so certainly there's going to be diversity in those that are are sitting there taking in the information. And then you've also done uh, a good job of also bringing in – there's diverse speakers as well. So this is not a a one-sided or a a lopsided – um, view of things, and so I, I salute you for that. So, what are the dates and the location and the time and all that good stuff? Well, the um, Black Faith, inaugural Black Faith Therapy Symposium will take place April twelfth through the fourteenth uh, at um, Hyatt Regency Crystal City in Arlington, Virginia. We are starting off uh, Friday night with a wind down dinner and discussion. And so, what that is, uh, it's a couples. Um, it's a session for couples uh, to work mm. with, learn how to work creatively with couples. Because again, people think that play therapy is just for children. So, I wanted to bring in components where they can see that it's just as effective for couples and adults. Um, and so, it's looking at couples and their issues and uh, you know trauma or things that they have left unaddressed and they enter into relationships and then the relationships start going south or there's a lot of conflict Mm. and then that trickles down to the child. So it's going to be looking at emotional and physical intimacy in uh, relationships that affect. All right, that's Friday. Yes, that's Friday night. Um, And then Saturday, of course, is the uh, keynote, and then we're having a party because I wanted to incorporate some fun stuff into the the conference or the symposium because they, um, you know, it's serious. We have a lot of serious topics, Mm -hmm. and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a trauma-informed conference. sure that we incorporated some fun laid-back stuff in it as well. Wow, and then you've got all kinds of speakers. Any any key speakers or any any specific speakers you like to shout out? Well, uh, Dr. Ajita Robinson, who is uh, well, Ajeta. I'm sorry, it is Ajeta. <laughs> it is not pronounced the way that it is spelled. So, Dr. Ajeta <laughs> Robinson, um, and she is our lunchtime uh, keynote and uh, sponsor who it will be doing uh, The Weight That I Carry, and it's looking at grief um, and how to unpack mm. and heal from grief. Um, yes, so I am super excited about uh, super excited about that session. Wonderful, wonderful. And is registration still open? Uh, do you still have seats available? Registration for the conference is still open until March 31st. And um, after March 31st, there will be on-site registration for individual sessions only. All right, so you have to jump on this <laughs> if you want to be a part of the inaugural Black Play Therapy Symposium. Uh, I'm telling you what, just to have 26 presenters, um, I know that you have put in much work um, to bring this together um, and to bring a diverse group of people together that's just going to help our community. That's really, that's that's the bottom line because when we help children, we help families, we help couples, doesn't it just help the community? Yes, absolutely. It helps the community uh, as a whole and the, um, and, and it's just to uplift 
and let um, let the black community know that it is okay to go to therapy. I am a therapist who has a therapist. I have to have a therapist yeah. um, because that's a part of my self-care. Um, so there's nothing wrong with seeing a therapist, and is, there's definitely nothing wrong with having a therapist to see a therapist, who sees a therapist. I used to have kids right. come in or teenagers come in or even adults um, over the years and say, you know, they feel crazy being in therapy and having to come and talk about their problems. And I would just break out and say, well, what level of crazy are you? Because sometimes I'm a level eight, right, depending on the day. And <laughs> right. <laughs> so kind of normalizing that, that we all have those moments. We all have um you know, we all have emotions, both negative and positive and stuff, and we have to learn how to uh, manage those emotions, and we do that by accepting all emotions. You know, you accept, we oftentimes try to push away the negative emotions, but just like with garbage, if you keep putting garbage in a trash can, you could put a lid on it, but the stench is eventually going to come up from under the lid. And that's the same thing with oh, the yeah. negative emotions. Yeah, that's the same thing with the negative emotions that we try to stuff. But you bring alignment to your life by acknowledging and sitting with both the positive and negative emotions. Mm, that's so good. And you have an amazing facility. Uh, you know, so the the inaugural Black Play Therapy Symposium. This is a this is an event. It will it will there is a start and a stop. But regular everyday life, you have a, a wonderful facility. Can you talk about some of the things um, that you have in the facility? I just think it's it's so great. Like the the area for the teens and basketball, all that good stuff. Okay, yes. So I have um I have a um a facility, a brick and mortar play therapy practice where I have a room where I do play therapy with children ages uh 5 to 11. And then I have a room, uh, and it has two sand trays, a, a bunch of toys and masks and all of those things, and the masks are in there because sometimes they want to talk about difficult things but don't want me to mm-hmm. see them. So they get yeah. to choose a mask for them and for me, and we put those masks on and talk. Um, so it gives them a degree of separation from what they're talking about. And so, and then I have a, teen, a tween teen room where I have a basketball um, basketball hoops um, on the wall. We took down the basketball hoop to put more room in there for the aggression, uh, the aggressive play because sometimes uh, kids need to let that aggression out. So I have a, an aggressive playroom where they can let that stuff out. And we have a pool table, air hockey, uh, air hockey and ping pong table and stuff in there. And we use, I use all of those things to help them to express, uh, not only express what they're feeling and what they're going through, but also to pay attention to what, what's going on in their bodies. And so and then mm. I have a... Um, a room, my training room, is uh, is also used to observe families and actively coach uh, parents through the reunification process and reconnecting with their children um, that are in foster care. Uh, so for reunification, I sit behind a two-way mirror and actively coach them through uh, earbuds. 
Wow. So this is not a fly-by-night <laughs> listeners. This is not some little, you know, just one sweet office. This is this is a this is a thing. This is something. And and people might be listening saying, you know, can are you accepting clients or what's the process to have themselves or a child be a part of uh and attend the practice? Well, right now, Brighter Day Therapeutic Solutions is only accepting uh adult clients uh during the day uh, between the hours of 9 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. My evening hours uh, are completely booked for children and families. I specifically work in the evenings so children do not have to leave school um, to get the services Mm. that they need. So uh, my evening availability is completely booked. And um, and then I have Unicorn Life Training uh, where – I do training for other mental health professionals who want to become play therapists or need to renew their play therapy credentials. Oh, that was going to be my next segue. You just dropped that right in my lap for me. (laughs) Thank you, Althea. So I was going to say if there were uh, clinicians or therapists or social workers that that are listening and maybe play therapy is new or maybe they heard about it, but now after they hear you kind of explain it and describe it, they're like, hmm, this is something I need to look more into. So it sounds like unicorn life training would be a good, um, good next step for them to take. Is it live? Is it video? based uh it's both uh so unicorn life uh training we have so i have the facility that's here uh at the same brighter day therapy uh therapeutic solutions office is on the opposite side um and so we have live trainings and we also have live webinars and to become a registered play therapist you need 150 training hours and 35 hours of supervision, clinical supervision from a registered play therapist supervisor. But you don't have to be a registered play ther- become a registered play therapist to use play therapy. You just need solid, a solid footing and training to know what you're doing um, as a play therapist because play therapy is more than just bringing games into a room. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. people say, oh, I have Uno and I have uh, Sorry, but it's more to just bringing games into the room. So I think that having that solid footing and training uh, to be able to understand play therapy and how to implement it is very important, but you do not have to be go through the entire process to become a registered play therapist in order to use play therapy, but you have to be a registered play therapist in order to call yourself a play therapist. Um, and it's a Got lot it. of it's okay. a lot of training, it's a lot of training and supervision. But I offer live um, on on site training, uh, webinar and webinar trainings as well, which can, can still be counted as live training until January 2020. All right. Uh, there you have it. Now, where? how can they connect with you? What are the best ways to, um, one, get tickets, register, or find out more about the symposium, and then also uh, more uh, about a Unicorn Life Training? Um, they can reach me at Althea at unicornlifetraining.net. Uh, for the Black Play Therapy Symposium, it's blackplaytherapy at gmail.com, and tickets can be purchased at uh, unicornlifetraining.net. 
Okay, there you have it. And in some kind of way, uh, amongst all of that and besides all of that and with all of that, you, you've you had time to write, be a co-author in, in a book, uh, too, actually. And then also you have had some opportunity to be a business um, strategy consultant. Uh, so do you want to just whet their appetite about the business executioner um, that you are, that you have and that you're going to be have available for people coming up? Oh, yes. Uh, so the Business Executioner um, pro- Strategy Program is uh, a program that I developed from personal experience. Um, I am a former, uh, well, I was a child witness of domestic violence, and I was emotionally and psychologically abused as a child. And so all of those negative messages of telling me that I wasn't going to be anything, that I was worthless, and a host of other things that was said to me, that stuff stuck with me um, for a long time and even into Mm -hmm. adulthood. And uh, starting my business and everything, I actually started my business to prove uh, prove this person wrong and stuff, but I didn't put a lot of processes in place, and I wasn't running my business as a business I was because I was always expecting it to fail because that's what I was told, that I was a failure and all of these things and stuff. So I recognize that not even just for me but for other people when I would talk to them uh, that they have a lot of emotional blocks that prevent them from executing in business. And um, even for me, the whole process, my business was like a shell, um, like a, mm-hmm. it was a shell with no substance inside because I had the money and everything flowing in, but I had no processes and stuff because of those negative messages and those emotional blocks. So I started this program, start helping uh, individuals remove those blocks so that they can execute on their dreams and goals and visions. Ooh, more to come on that. More to come on that because we, we are out of time, but we're going to just have to have you back just to even go okay. into <laughs> that because I think a, <laughs> there are a lot of people that are – could witness and testify and say, you know what, there I probably do have some emotional blocks that's hindering my mindset in business. And and so what's so amazing is that your your testimony, if you will, your business was working like it was flourishing. You were you were generating, you were and continue to generate revenue, profitable business. But then there still you know um, was an emotional block where other people have the testimony of they went out, they tried it, it fa- it failed. And they can't get up over that. So everybody has all of the these different stories uh, and experiences. Let me not say stories, experiences. Uh, and we all uh, could, I think, benefit from each other. So um, one last time, give uh, contact information for our listeners uh, if they are interested in the uh, symposium or just connecting with you. Okay, if you want to connect with me, you can connect with me at Althea at UnicornLifeTraining.net. Uh, you can purchase tickets for the symposium at www.unicornlifetraining.net or email me at blackplaytherapy at gmail.com. All right, there you have it, there you have it. Well, thank you so much, Althea, for uh, stopping by the virtual studio. It was a pleasure to interview you. 
Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. <laughs> you so. are welcome. All right, listeners, guess what? That is a wrap. That's going to wrap us up for today. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in every single week. And you know what? We're, we're going to be back next week, so uh, we'll see you then. You've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.